Welcome to the e-commerce growth show brought to you by Segmentify. We are live. So Ooh. hello everyone. Hello world. Hello world. It's Carlos again for another episode of the e-commerce growth show North America. Uh, we're joined today by um, Hadar Pass, founder of Powerfront. Very interesting company, very, very, very cool company. And Scott Eamon. So Scott, you, you do your thing, you introduce his bio and we get to it. All right, Carlos. So thank you for the introduction. And uh, Scott Eamon's here. Uh, and we're uh, uh, excited to do another episode of the e-commerce growth show USA. And today uh, we have a very interesting person, Hadar Paz, who also happens to be uh, my boss. Uh, uh, presently as well, so uh, uh, there's that. Uh, as I, uh, you know, need to, you know, be careful of what I ask, I guess, uh, as we uh, go through the interview. Uh, you know, it was it was kind of fun, uh, you know, looking at your bio, Hadar. You know, from the perspective of a guest as opposed to, uh, you know, just our our work relationship. You I mean I, I learned a few things, so. Uh, uh, you know, Hadar uh, is uh, uh, Israeli. Uh, he spent a long time in Australia and then came to the U.S. And I learned uh, that at, uh, back in early 2000s, Hadar was the chief technology officer at a company called Cusp Limited, which I'm interested in to, to learn a little more about what that was because it, it fat, you know it says the power of 3D visualization technology is what you were working on, and I, I, I think that's really an interesting concept. I'd love to know what that was about. Uh, and then in 2004, Hadar founded Powerfront, uh, which is, uh, we'll talk about kind of the journey uh, that Powerfront's gone from, because, you know, what it started as, uh, you know, which was an e-commerce kind of platform, e-commerce services provider, uh, you know, has morphed into this uh, customer experience, uh, customer service play that's different than anything else out there. Uh, uh, and, and, and is a really interesting story in and of itself. And, uh, uh, you know, not only is the, the company interesting uh, in terms of what it does, but the company's interesting in terms of how it's run, especially uh, as we, uh, uh, you know, just gone through the year of lockdown and pandemic and, and you know, kind of the way PowerFront's built was a, a very interesting place to work during that time and, and, and actually very well suited uh, to the crisis we all just went through. So Hadar, welcome. Uh, so happy you uh, could find some time to join us today. Hi there. Thank you so much for having me, really. Great. Appreciate, uh, appreciate it. And let's, uh, just, just so you know, maybe uh, there's a little sync problem with between audio and video. Um, uh, just so you know, but uh, let's see. Let's see how it goes uh, and whether we need to reset that or not. So am I, am I, am I not sick? Who's not sick? Uh, I think it's working. All right. It's working. All right, Scott. Okay. Yeah. It does seem Scott, uh, better Scott looks now. Frozen to me. Really? Is Scott, is Scott frozen there? No, I'm no. talking. Can you hear me? Yeah. I can see everyone just fine. Yeah, me too. Okay. Yeah. All right. So if you can, so you, uh, uh, so tell us, uh, you know, let's, let's start, you know, at the beginning, you know, uh, uh you know, here you are in Australia. Uh, you've, uh, 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 you've gone from this role as a, you know, CTO in a, in a, a, a corporation to founding 
your own business with some partners, the Powerfront business. Tell tell us about you know what inspired that and and what that looked like. Um, so our business, uh, the, the the history of the company Powerfront is kind of split to two. Is a we started as an e-commerce platform, right? Um, that's how we started our journey many years ago. I don't even want to mention how many years, but um, we started um, uh, providing a, a service and, a, and an engine for an e-commerce uh, uh, to, to create. And you know, for companies, we got, we did very well in Australia. Um, you know, we got to the point where we had Nike on it and. You know some of the biggest businesses there, the retailers. Um, that's how it's kind of started um, back back in 2000, I don't know, 2000, 2004. Um, and then we we did that for quite some time, and we did very well. And um, we got to a point where we wanted to, uh, you know, uh, help our customers to convert more, right? And that's how the second uh, part of our how we the company was reborn and doing what we're we doing today uh, that's kind of in a nutshell what how how things happened uh, i moved to the us about what nine years ago i'm um, in los angeles and uh, and you know the company has uh, completely evolved to this this new space uh and uh, you know um to where we are today so I, I remember well the state, you know, what the, what the internet looked like back in 2000, right? You know, in your, your early years with this, you know, in the, in the early 2000s, it was pretty much the wild, wild west, right? You know, with, with you know, uh, businesses really just starting to figure out what the World Wide Web was and what they could do in terms of commerce. And, uh, uh, you know, a really interesting time, I think, to, to, to enter into that business. And I think, you know, probably the, the, your, your customers needed a lot of help at that time. Uh, uh, and then things changed, right, in terms of uh, uh, op- kind of uh, off-the-shelf platforms started to come online that uh, uh, made that whole transition a little easier, right, for those guys, I would think. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so... When we kind of at at 2000, you will basically hire an agency to build your online store, and you'll pay. You know, back then you'll pay like two million dollars to get this done, uh, big project, and then all these platforms starting to pop up, and that and, and we uh, we wrote one of those platforms as well to allow you to back then you, they call it CMS, right? Content management system to create um, something that is ready to go. And you just upload your content, and then from there, e-commerce platforms uh, were born to create a really cheap solution for customers to, for companies to, uh, you know, uh, to roll out a store very fast and not pay millions of dollars to be built. And that's and that's kind of the time when when we entered the market with one of those platforms called Powerfront, you know, uh, and that allowed us to really roll out a business very fast and reduce their cost and and to go to market. That was the the big uh, objective: how to do it fast, how to get your you retailer, how to get you online very fast in a minimum spend, right? 
So yeah, so you know, I, I see sort of the e-commerce platform evolution. You, know, you had Magento come along, and mm -hmm. uh, and so you know that was a great platform for big enterprises. And then you see things you know more you know even even further down the line like Shopify and and ways that you know anybody can act like a big player, That's right? right. Uh, uh, in e-commerce, right. you know, it's it's kind of amazing the capabilities they bring. So so let's let's talk about so you we, we, uh, the Powerfront pivoted. Uh, you know, uh, 2013, 14 or so, uh, you know, thereabouts, uh, into more about customer experience, right? And, 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 and much more about uh, 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 engaging uh, with customers. Yeah. So what, what was missing? What, you know, what was, what was going, what was the, what the industry not doing right that PowerFront needed to fix? Okay, so um, it started inside our own company. So, so, so picture this: we have a um, you know a, 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 you know floor full of developers, and you know, um, and, and and all of a sudden, sorry, nothing. And all of a sudden, uh, you know, we have a failure. One of our biggest customers is is offline. Something happened. Uh, I'm stressed out, completely stressed out, because I know I'm getting the calls calls from the customer. Hey, what's happening? You know, we know we're and why are we down and all that? Um, I'm looking at my team, and some of them are pretty relaxed. You know, they they they're trying to fix the problem, and they're, but they're not stressed. So I'm saying, what's going on? I mean, aren't you don't you understand that our biggest customer is, you know, is down, can't sell. You know, they're not their website is down. No, that's all right. We're doing our best we can. What do you want? You know, you want us to panic, uh, but I can see that you know um, they can't fathom the situation, right? Um, and not just that, um, I also saw that my customers can't fathom really online. So so we, we understand, you know, there's a lot of people trying to get to the website, but my team, you know, um, is, is, is not that stressed. Um, and then, then I realized I gotta, I gotta visualize it. I gotta make some, I gotta do something that they can actually see it. So, and that was the big change. Um, just from an experiment of doing, putting screens, uh, I bought this mat, a lot of flat screens, I put them on the wall. I got I got my I uh, got a couple of my guys to create uh, to translate all the traffic into clocks, you know, uh, like a, a pilot's cockpit, right? Um, to um, create a, a movement with animation of sales going through like a stock market, just to bring it to life so they can see it in a different way in real time. So we did. So I did that and I put it on the wall and voila, my team completely changed. Oh my God. Oh my God. Everybody's looking at the screen. Oh, wow. And then even customers are coming into the office to say, what is that? And I'm, and I'm saying, hey, this is a, back then Australia, this is the Australian e-commerce live on, on the wall because we consolidated all our customers. And then when we had a problem, when things stopped moving on the, on the wall, you could have seen my team all of a sudden getting stressed. So I then realized that visualization is missing in e-commerce, right? And then I, I further took it another step and and well, and we we just start putting little people instead of numbers and fill up the screen with people representing the traffic on the website. And that was a big deal. But at and that time, sorry, my... Adar, sorry. At that time, you were still a, a commerce platform, correct? Yeah. Yeah, still cool. e-commerce platform, still dealing with it, you know. Um, but I had an issue. I had another situation. I uh, take take the Nike in Australia, Nike CEO, and me. 
Uh, in one, one Sunday, we were with our kids and, you know, we were, a bit, you know, like friends uh, in a pool somewhere. <laughs> and I, I remember seeing their website was very busy. And I told them, hey, your website last night was really busy. You had a th- Australia, a thousand people on the website is busy. So, hey, you had a thousand pe- customers on the website. And he, he said, yeah, that's great. But he could see that he's not, you know, it's not coming through. I go, a thousand people. He goes, oh, yeah, that's great. I go, what if you had a thousand people in your downtown store today? You got a phone call, you got a thousand people. You go, oh, are you crazy? You're crazy? Uh, he, 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 he still really burst to life. I go, ah, so you're thinking that a thousand people on a website is different than a thousand people in your, in your physical store. He goes, yes. I go, why? They're the same people. I don't know why. And then I realized, you know, even my customers, all the way to the top, they don't fathom really e-commerce, right? They don't understand it's the same people and the same time. You know, they think it's like some midgets that are going onto the website and doing some stuff. No, no it's the same people, right? So, <laughs> so when I show this visualization to my customers, all of a sudden they fell off the fell off the ground. They go, what the hell is this? I go, this is your online store, all these people moving around. And this, oh my God, oh my God. So I realized we got something going on there and I was only interested with the visualization, not even doing anything else until uh, we started putting some data on these people, you know, and then we someone leave the store without buying. We show them walking out with a shopping basket and a banded card for a thousand dollars. And then, and then those customers go, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't let this guy go. We want to talk to this guy to this customer, right? Uh, and that's how engagement was born. To click, to touch that avatar and start a conversation, that was the beginning of what we are, what you see powerful today, right? And, and you know, and, and as you know, today, today we've got, uh, uh, you know, customers all around the globe um, doing that very same thing, touching those avatars and talking to them and engaging based on their journey, right? And, 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 and everything else, right? You know, so a, a couple of comments on all that, you know, for, you know, first, you know, you, you were talking about, you know, uh, 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 the, the outage and uh, congratulations, by the way, on, on, you know, learning how to stress your, your employees. Great, great job there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, uh, you were talking, I, I, I was just, that just, you know, reminded me that, you know, the big news story overnight, I don't know if you saw it, but there was a major cloud outage overnight. You had, you know, some of the biggest retailers in the world, including Amazon and Target offline for an hour overnight. Uh, oh, because one of the, really? one, of, one of the cloud providers went down as fastly or somebody, somebody I hadn't heard of, but uh, That's why went down. Okay. Yeah, big deal. Yeah. So okay. hopefully, hopefully, I'm I'm sure there were some stressed. I'm sure there were some stressed uh, uh, retailers uh, on that. You know, I li- I lived through uh, Neiman Marcus managing to crash uh, our website for all of Black Friday uh, uh, a wow. few years back. Uh, you know, and you want to talk about you know a stressed team. Uh, you know, that was uh, you know a, a lot of upset people running around uh, uh, when that happened. So. Uh, 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 you know, I, I, when I think about customer interaction, you know, on the web, you know, it, it, it feels like at least for the longest time, it was all about customer service kind of, you know, ticket kind of support stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Mm -hmm. Right. You know, it, it was it was only focused on where's my order or how do I return this or, uh, uh, you know, this this sort of uh, 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 supply chain tick the box and, and, and help the customer get mm -hmm. a product, return a product. Uh, and then along comes PowerFront with a set of tools that now opens, uh, you know, the door to actual uh, sales kinds of interactions, right? You know, uh, the kinds of interactions an associate would have with a customer in the store. And that, of course, mm -hmm. went all smoothly and, and call centers were all ready to deal with that, right? When you, when you gave them that capability. I'm being sarcastic. Uh, you know, I think there were some challenges probably with uh, the way call centers are built and making that transition uh, in some well, cases, well, call center, call center. Yeah, look, um, uh, I, I really like it when the customer is, is talking to their own customers and not call centers, to be honest. Um, it's very different uh, when a call center is looking after your customers versus your staff looking after your customers. Right. But uh, because they, they don't really uh, uh, connect in that same very same way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I, it's my opinion, right? Uh, although we work with a lot of consonants and somebody's going to kill me and listening to this, but uh, hey, um, this is my opinion. Uh, 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 you know, uh, some maybe some do a great job, but you really need to connect. So our platform is all about showing you things that you could never see before, right? I'll give you an example, right? Um, so uh, uh, one of my uh, one of our customers, you know, world brand, I can't mention who. Um, I had a meeting with them in the morning and, and at night uh, for the, you know, the, the, just preparing for the meeting, I was looking at their traffic. And when we look at, we see a store with people moving around and you can hover over the people and you can see what they're doing. You can see their journey and see what's happened in the last few months, not just that visit. Right. So you get a story and I just wanted to understand that. So I looked at that person, probably a lady, looking at what she's looking at and, and and then I noticed that she's is she's looking at one specific product and she does it every day she comes in and look at that product I look, I went, I look at the history because you can see the history yesterday she did the same thing and before that she did the same thing and the, three days ago she did the same thing and then four days ago I saw there was a uh, she purchased that product four days ago so because she purchased, purchased online she hasn't probably didn't receive the product yet but since then she's going every night and watching that same product. And and I was wondering why, why would you do that? And then in the meeting, I said, I, I, I showed the snapshots to my customers. Said, why, why is she doing this? And she, and they said, she's longing for the product. So she bought it four days ago, but while she's waiting for it, she keeps visiting that product every night to see it because she cannot wait for it, right? It's a, and that, that behavior is, where, where else would you see that? You can't see it. And then I realized how, how amazing is what we've done because, because usually in computing, philosophically, uh, in computing, when you want to display information, you have to create, you, you got to know what you want to see, and then you're going to go and build a report, and you're going to go to build a program that does the report, and you got to go all the way back to produce the same, to produce... So they get to the results. You got to know the whole thing with our platform. You're seeing things that you don't even know that you wanted to see. So you don't know what you don't know. 
for example, that situation of this lady um, seeing Habi, and then and then and then I realized, and like, okay, so what do we do with that? So big deal. So okay, so she's longing for the product. What are we gonna do with that? And then I realized, you know what we can do is we can say to her, hey, proactively engage with her. So we start the conversation with this customer, say, hey, not too long now. It's I've just checked it. It's gonna be in four days. You're gonna receive it. Now imagine this this lady seeing this message. Oh my God! Not only you know who I am. Not only you know that I'm waiting for the product. You already checked it and told, and told me and, and you told me confirmed that the delivery day. So now we're talking on a level of communication with customers that has never been done before, never seen before. There was, nobody has the capability of doing that, and that, that's really luxury, very much for you know, kind of product. Now, all this story, how is that connected to what you said before? I don't know, but anyway, back to you. Yeah, you know, I mean, the, the way I see it, and, you know, I, you know I, I sat, you know, on the retailer side of the table and, and had PowerFront pitch to me back in the day, uh, you know, as uh, uh, I was thinking about, uh, uh, you know, how we could do, you know, better with customer service online. And uh, uh, it was... It was one of those aha moments when I finally got what you just described, you know, that uh, what the online conversations were missing was context. Um, uh, the, the, the context you get when a person walks into a store and they stand in front of a pair of shoes and you know she was there yesterday too and she looks uh, mad or happy or, you know, confused and you know, you, you put right. all those things together and that, that shapes how that conversation is going to start Correct. Uh, with Correct. that customer. Correct. Yeah. Correct. No, it's not everybody's cup of tea, you know, small business, you know, um, you know, maybe uh, businesses like Target don't really want, want all this. But but when you look at a, at, at a business that really, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the celebration of purchase is very important for them, that is a great tool, you know. And it's very hard to, sometimes hard to communicate that to a potential customer to explain all that. You know, it's not, we're talking about very high levels of, uh, of retailing, like going back to one-on-one, you know, like how in the, in the past you used to communicate with a customer walks into your corner shop, you know, that's, a, that's what we are at. And I think COVID and all the, all that's happening now is actually elevated the, the need for that, you know, uh, the need for um, a bit of, you know, a bit of a connection uh, between humans is, gone, is, is is disappearing. You know, we need that, especially in in retail, right? The, where, where is that connection gone? So, um, so there's more need. I, I think I think you'll see 21, 21 22, You'll see um, that there'll be more and more, um, uh, you know, tools that uh, provide this connection. I mean, we saw the the rise of video. I think prematurely, but. Um, all these retailers and businesses are looking for ways to connect better, right? Well, let's let's that's an interesting uh, you know uh, note on video that you just mentioned because uh, uh, if you think about what your platform was focused on, you know, early on, it was all these messaging channels, right? You know, it was it was live chat and it's it's messaging over social media, you know, the big you know the ones everybody knows, Facebook and Twitter and so forth. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, all these, this, you know, it's messaging though. And now comes along video, which is, is really a different kind of conversation, right? It's much more, you know, like, you know, having a phone call, uh, you know, in terms of, 
you know, it's just me and you and, and, and just me and you can have that conversation uh, as opposed to I could handle many chats at one time, assuming I was an operator. So how does that how does that fit into the ecosystem? Why was it important and, and, and how does it fit today, this, this, this explosion in video? Well, um, there was a rush. Uh, there was a lot of pressure on us from our customers, uh, our clients to um, come up with uh, with video. What? I don't I don't know what that is. That's just some random noise that pops in every now and then. Um, I'm not I'm not sure what that was. Hadar. So good. OK, sorry. Sorry, sorry. So so, yes. Yeah, so so um, I was in Italy in February when this whole thing started yeah, February 20, 20, 2020, when all, all this started in and um, yeah, it was 2020, right? Yeah. Um, and last planes out of Italy when it, and then with a mission to bring video into, uh, into a platform ASAP. Right. And we already had video, uh, you know, a, a, a prototype working and uh, I was, I came back with instructions to get this to production as soon as possible. We did all that. And, and, and everything looks like this is what needs to happen because people are sitting at home, can't go to the store. Of course, they want to look at them. They're going to see this. Let's do video. But and we've done that. We rolled it out. But you know what? It, it, the, the adoption of video is very, very small, very low. And the reason for that is that the customers, you know, not everybody wants a video call, right? No. But is no, not everybody's ready for you know when they walk into a Gucci store they 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 fix their hair they put in a nice dress on it's 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 a whole experience to walk into a luxury store you know same thing with video you can't expect someone to jump into a video if they're not ready so that's me mean, that means that they can't just spontaneously go into a video call right so um so I think that's the main reason why this this has not worked as as expected the the yeah there are there are you know i think it's under one percent of the, the the adoption rate of video at the moment so um you know there's a lot of vendors that were focusing on video that you know that didn't work but, you know didn't but, end up very yeah. well for them but hadar, uh, hadar on, on that note like um so uh, what they're calling social commerce today in live video video streams that works right because That's the customer I think a stream is different, Carlos. Let's take let's take that up in a moment. Yeah. I want to talk directly first. I yeah. want to address yeah. the one on one yeah. video that he was that Hadar yeah. was just talking about. So, yeah, yeah. So, so it's it's really early days, and 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 you know, uh, if you look at you look, I mean, how many if you compare yourself, how many phone calls you have made this year? How many how how long have you used how how many times you use your phone for an actual phone call this year compared to five years ago? Mm-hmm. much lower right people people want people want a message people want to chat people want to do a people want to multitask they don't want to be tied up to a phone call video is even worse because if i'm on a video call uh, you that's it i can't do anything else you know so i think the use of communication is is is, is pivoted towards uh, messaging and that's what people more like more video is you tie them down again and it's not really going along with that very well. So I think that's one of the reasons this, oh, and this is another reason why it's not, not, not happening. Plus, you know, 
you got privacy issues. I mean, if you want to do a vehicle with a client and somebody's walking behind you and they can see that other person, there's there's issues that privacy issues associated to that. Something can happen there. It's um, the, the, a lot of people don't know how to use video very well. They get too close to it. Uh, some of them putting their I've seen I've seen I've seen agents putting their video call into the ear so the customer sees their ear. I mean, it's horrible. I mean, uh, hello. <laughs> so and doesn't yeah got some problems um and now we we, we but nevertheless we, we we are already you know developing the next phase of that which uh, you know uh, which is a, a uh, multi well I can't, I can't detail too much about it but the next phase of video uh, you know uh, service from stories is in is in development right now but with some great ideas um so yeah so so i think that the the video it should be there and it's a good for like a small amount of people it's great for product demonstrations um so that that's kind of a that that's where it is right now so we're waiting to see how this is going to be the adoption of that but i'm not i don't believe in that too too much because because i know how messaging is so comfortable for people and they prefer messaging rather than that yeah, I think there's another challenge a, there too, Hadar. You know, that's the, uh, you know, it turns, and I learned this, you know, like, you know, at one point, you know, when I was at Neiman Marcus, I deployed this fleet of uh, augmented reality mirrors right in the store. Uh, that, you know, that was a video component. You had to stand in front of it and you were on video when you did it. And, you know, it turns out, you know, a lot of people are very shy uh about being exactly. on video they just don't like it and, I, and my wife's a good example because if i'm doing a zoom meeting in this room she will have she will not come within 20 feet uh of this room you know and, you know because she's you know afraid she'll end up on camera uh on that thing so you know i think that's a huge uh barrier to you know something that has to be overcome and, and you know actually a lot of that is addressed with live streaming i think uh, you know, because it's more of a one-way right. right. uh, conversation, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Correct. You're absolutely right. So, what, so live stream is the ability to just go in, have a look, not being exposed. Nobody's expected to see me. Uh, nobody's expected to hear me. I like it. You know, that's kind of live stream. But there's a there's an issue there, and let's talk about live streams a little bit, right? Because um, that's another one that came in pretty strong. Everybody's on it, you know. Six thousand vendors on, you know, uh, suddenly born to do that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, with them come all the investment money of all these poor people that losing all their. their, their uh. Anyway, um, live streaming has got another problem whereby I feel whereby you're tying into some sort of an event, right? You have, you have to come in and tomorrow at six o'clock, six p.m. to to this event. Well, that's another problem. Nobody, nobody wants that. People, people, people want things now. They don't want. They don't want to live stream tomorrow or next week at three p.m. They want to. They want to have it now. So that's. I think that's the problem there, right? We saw it from from customers always coming to us say, "Are oh, we going to have three thousand people tomorrow at four p.m.?" And three hundred people shows up. You know, because who wants to be tied into something that they don't know? Like tech webinars. How many people are showing up to webinars? Five you can't ever really tell. They don't really share. You know, if, if you're an attendee, they never let you know that, you know, you might be the only one there for all you know. <laughs> but, you <laughs> but, but, but I think that if also has, the case. 
that also has to do with the brand like uh, thinking a bit broader and 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 just not wanting to sell all the time and, and thinking more about entertainment like think about the pandemics and all the opportunities that brands could have to partner with DJs I don't know you know and then combine a live stream with DJ show and but still you need people yeah but absolutely you need people to, commit but, to that sure but I think like the DJ has an audience the brand has an audience then you're combining two audiences and I, I think I think that's that's my take right um, you know, like people want to do things now, as you guys are saying, but they want to do things uh, when it's convenient. So you never know when it's going to be convenient to show up with a, uh, you know, a really cool DJ, whatever. And it's just an idea. So, yeah. You know, I think it's more like branding and entertainment rather than just hard selling. I think that's where we are going <laughs> um, in retail yeah. as well. That's that's a valid point. I mean, you know, it it, it does. Uh, if if the brand is only about you know sell sell sell, there's no human interaction involved. Uh, then you know it, it's hard to build a relationship, right, uh, with the customer. I think okay, I think I can address that. Yeah. I, I believe that the um, the future is one on one. That's what you, the tools that allow me as in a brand is as an agent in a store to start connect with more people. I, I'll have tools that allow me to do, uh, you know, uh, I can connect with more people one-on-one -on -one rather than anything else in a way that, uh, you know, it's it's live, it's real time, not, not necessarily video, but real time one-on-one. -on -one, I think it's a, and, and, you know, for example, I can, I can launch a, a show into, to, um, you know, five customers of mine. I think that's the future. That's where it, that's what you're gonna see. 20, 20, who, who, who wants Absolutely. this better? Who wants this better uh, conversation? Is it generational? Is it is it you know only millennials are interested in this? Who's who's looking uh, to uh, you know from a customer's viewpoint to you know have these better conversations with their with their brands? I, I I don't know I, I I don't know about that I don't know I mean, um, it's 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 more, you know, take TikTok for example. I mean, how 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 big is that? I mean, it's and, and it, if you look at TikTok, you'll see it's not about live. It's not not much about live video. It's more about recent recent material like today. Like oh, I want to see what's new in the last twenty four hours. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want live stuff. But show me what's new in the last 24 hours. You know, recorded videos are big, right? I think that's that's where we need to go. We need to go to uh, where uh, a, 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 a consumer can consume, um, you know, fresh, short videos mm -hmm. about products rather than scroll through a website. Curated. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Maybe that's even the future of e-commerce. What you see, well, what's happening right now. I mean, I mean, you go into a website, it's so dumb, right? What's a website? A bunch of clicks and images and click, 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 boring, <laughs> right? I want to see something new. I mean, you go into a web, you go into the store. That's why you go into a store. Why are you going to a store? Why are you walking into stores? Because they keep changing, right? Oh, 
look what I got in the window. Oh, look what oh, I got mannequins, this, that. You know, it, I see the new stuff. That's what that's what they need to see online, right? Yeah. So, I, sorry, sorry, but, but I think it's also you get there. But it's uh, drawing parallels with you know Pinterest because I have a, a lot of friends who are into Pinterest and they go there for ideas. And I think it's the same as what you're saying. You know, so if you go to TikTok, you go there, you know, to collect a bunch of ideas, fresh ideas that maybe you can. Um, you can talk to your friends about, you know, and explore a little bit about. And so, yeah, but I think it's kind of like a, a mishmash, you know, between the sites and, and TikTok. Yeah, and... So that's, so, so we, yeah, mishmash, this is a great word. This is, this is what's happening now. Um, for, for me, from where I stand, I've never experienced before a situation where I talk to my, to my top clients and, and we are brainstorming together I produce, develop, mm -hmm. produce ideas and roll it out on a trial and error kind of scenario with my top clients, which was never allowed before. No. You know, they would just buy technology that was proven and worked for the last five years. Now, bring it over. Let's try, let's try, let's try. So that's the mishmash. That, that is the, that, you, you just look at the market and you see, okay, looks like, looks like, this is working. How could this work in this area, in this environment? And you just try to put things together to come up with, with very interesting ways that eventually can help, um, you know, retail clients, right? Right? Because it, 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 the world has changed, right? You know. So people that's, that's very people, huh? Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. Over to you, man. I was going to say, let's briefly, you know, talk, talk about that, you know, that, that the world has changed. So obviously we just went through 12 months of uh, uh, unprecedented in our lifetime uh, 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 change. Uh, and, you know, the ability to actually physically go to the store for many of us didn't exist. We had we spent 12 months, uh, you know, now shopping from home. Uh, so now this e-commerce uh, business all of a sudden it, it was already important now it's super important because in some cases it was the only oh, yeah. lifeline uh, a brand had uh, to continue to serve their customers so uh, uh, who you know what were the retail innovation opportunities during the pandemic what's going to stick uh, and what are the new opportunities you see as you know sort of in-person contact comes back in vogue Well, uh, let's let's unpack that question for a second. That's it. Uh, yeah, sorry, yeah, I'll give you plenty of opportunity. <laughs> um, um, again, as I said before, I, I um, we're in the middle of all of, all of this. We we are developing new concepts right now. You know, uh, we're trying to bring excitement online. This is the bottom line. How? Do you may how do you bring the same excitement of walking into a store to online? What can you do to really enrich that experience as as to, to be excited, new, fresh, right? Um, because a website doesn't cut it anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been yesterday at a website. I'm not going to say anything new today. Why would I go again? It's just not. We need an experience that is changing daily, right? Uh, for, for retail. That's what I think is needed right now. And that's what I'm working on with the 
some of the most amazing brains on the planet. Seriously, our team is just phenomenal. And and uh, we got amazing clients that are ready to try. Everything comes out of the oven. This is awesome. So that's why we, we're busy now, you know, and it's not video, you know, uh, uh, not live video. That That's for sure. So, um, um, you know, you know um, that's what's happening now. Uh, not much I can... Uh, I can uh, kind of detail at the moment, but uh, you know, uh, we'll, we'll bring out the news as soon as it's soon as it's out. As it, as it's out you know, share shared with everybody. To um, deliver these experiences, right? It 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 requires the collection of data, right? Uh, you know, where you you are building that kind of contextual profile. Uh, of the customer, which mm-hmm. brings up the question, you know, uh, because it's at the top of everybody's minds, uh, you know, uh, is, you know, uh, privacy is a huge, huge question, you know, so, you know, and I think a challenge for for everybody, especially if you see, you know, uh, you know, things like Apple and Google, you know, kind of shutting down third party cookies as an example, right? That's a pretty big deal for, you know, anybody that's doing retargeting and, you know, this, you know, or advertising as an example, you know, and it's all around, you know, protecting privacy. Uh, uh, what do you think? What's gonna? What are? What are the challenges with this going forward? And and how do we, how do we build these personalized experiences for customers and but yet keep them, you know, happy with the state of you know their 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 PII, if you will. It's yeah. it's a funny it's a funny thing. You know, uh, all these all you get all these uh, pop ups now. Accept cookies. Accept all cookies. Oh, choose which cookies you want to accept. These are the latest ones, and and I find myself just clicking accept all, accept all, accept all. I don't mm-hmm. know what you guys are doing, but same. I, I I don't even bother. I don't know who bothers about. It. No, no, I don't know how. Who cares? I had this question uh, many times by interviews, many times. Uh, who cares? Not many consumers cares. Like, what are you? What you know? They're, they're quite happy. I mean, you know. I think that people are there happy for the data to be used for their benefits, right? If you're helping me by tracking me, fine, you know, why not? But if you track, of course, if you're tracking me to, to help me, I don't want that. So I don't know where it's all coming from, to be honest, but, um, you know, um, I guess you know, the jury's still out. You know, I, I, you know, I, I think I read somewhere that the opt-in rate for sharing my data on Facebook, for instance, when it, you know, when the app pops up and, you know, because of the new versions of the operating system require it and ask for your permission, 70% of people are opting out on the share data. 70% are saying, no, don't share my data. Uh, you know, I'm not sure, that, I'm not sure if, what the consequences of that are. You know, can Facebook still be free? Sharing, if, if, sharing. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's different. You know, like if uh, I, Facebook is a kind of a, a personal family thing, right? Why would you want to share my data? But but if I'm on if I'm arriving to a website and they're asking me a retail site and asking me, hey, uh, we we're using some cookies here, uh, accept all cookies or just select. I just click accept all because you know uh, you want them to do their job, right? Because you're coming, you're visiting a store. You know, why would you? start limiting that experience you're visiting right it's not that they're visiting you you're visiting them yeah yeah well i mean it's i, like, I uh, you're to me you walk into a store and they say you walk into a store and they say hey um stop a second 
are you allowing are you allowing us to remember you for next time? Remember your face because if you don't, we can we can put something on our on our eyes so we don't even see you while you're in the store. Who does that? That's exactly what you're asking online to do. Why are they doing this? I don't understand. Yeah, well, I mean, look, I, mean, I, I, I do or, not or, want are you to allowing, are, you, are, you allowing, are you allowing us to remember what you purchased for next time? Because when you come back, we want to say, hi, how, how was the experience? Are you allowing us to, to remember what you're looking at in the store? You know, because if you don't, we won't look at you. You know, like, nobody does that. So why are you mimicking something that doesn't exist? It, it doesn't exist in, in real life. Of course, people are going to remember you. So walking into a store and I say, hey, Scott, I remember if you were last month. Is that is that invasion of privacy? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, look, if I don't it's invasion think, of uh, privacy, uh, if invasion of privacy, stop it online. You know, same and if, if, That's if my you opinion. Think, if you think it through, you know, if 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 the actual pendulum swings too far the other way and, and nobody knows anything about anybody, then you're going to be trying to sell me mascara when I don't, I'm not interested in mascara. Uh, uh, or you're going to try to, you know, you're going to, you're going to be showing me products I have no interest in whatsoever. Right. Uh, and, and, and I think that my experience is, is poorer as a result. Right. You know, I, I do like, I do, I, I don't mind being targeted for things that, you know, I'm interested in. So uh, we'll see, we'll see where this goes. Well, I, you know, I can see we are uh, out of time uh, uh, here, Hadar. So uh, I'd like to okay. thank you for taking time today. And if there's anything you'd like to close out with before we sign off? No, no, I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool. I, I, I've known nothing. Else. I think I've, uh, I've shared almost everything I know <laughs> and I've been through. So, um, yeah. you know, I, 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 don't, I don't have anything to actually add here. So it's... Uh, Thank you. I just want to thank you both for spending some time with me today. Also, no, look, I, I always love I always love to deep dive with you, Adar, and uh, you know I know how busy you are. So you know, again, much appreciated that you could take some time uh, uh, to spend with us today. Thank so, you. Have a have a great day, and thank, thank you. you. Yes, indeed. All thanks, right. thanks, Adar. Thanks, Scott. It was great.